you and me. You know, I come from a history, if you ask my wife, in the early days of our marriage, where I didn't sleep much. My wife says she's still trying to catch up from those days. Because my mind was so active, it started, when I went to bed, the voices quietened down and then I could scheme. Now, it's not God, because the Bible says he gives his beloved good sleep. So I had to meditate on that for many years. But today, I beat my wife going to sleep, <laughs> right? Because she tells me the next morning, now I was awake for a while, but you were really snoring. <laughs> Come on. Now, you see... One of the things that are most or an acute shortage in the earth, in the human race, sleep. Did you know that? People do not sleep well. Why? Mostly because of anxiety, which they don't even recognize as anxiety. It doesn't mean that they're overly anxious about any particular thing but an accumulation of life, things that happen in life. And so when the Bible speaks about maintaining revival, spiritual integrity, all of this becomes part of it. Because what is revival? Awakening to truth. Jesus. Can you see? So I don't want you to just think this is just another sermon. It's always a sermon. But you need to hear what the Holy Ghost is saying. It doesn't matter at this stage. Now, obviously, if I lose it with the Lord, then it goes wrong. But people could accuse me of anything, but they, I know in my heart there would be no foundation for that. Because I live as close to truth as I possibly can. I can't stand hypocrisy because it's not truth. I can't stand facades because it's not truth. Are you with me? Are you with me? So you learn to live in a freedom when you walk in truth. That's what Jesus said. And that is the truth truth. So revival, let's remind ourselves tonight, revival is brought to the church to cause the church to be what the church should be in the earth. The church being you and me. Now, yes, we have a name called insight. But what Ask yourself so you don't waste your life. What is your purpose? See, because we can talk about revival. But there's a purpose for revival. 
And I want to hopefully get there tonight. I don't know what happened to the time, but it's just moving very quickly. So let me move a little bit faster. What I want you to see tonight is that when revival comes to a church or to a people, there are certain, that, that revival has components within each one of us that need to function in order for us as individuals to fulfill the fullness of revival in our lives. So you cannot be revived and do nothing. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be running around the church, you know, making things that aren't even needed to be happening. That's not what we're saying. We're saying when you go out, revival, um, your mother, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing the testimony. She told me today. So, Michaela's mother was telling me today that she was sitting in, I think it was a restaurant, a coffee shop, was it a restaurant? Something like it. Anyway, there was some place where they were having something to eat or drink, and the Lord highlighted a person to her, a lady and a husband. And I'm going to cut it short. She, she eventually went there to the lady, and um, what the Lord had shown her was that the lady wanted a baby. Now, at that stage, this is a total stranger. She walked up to them and said, um, I'm a Christian. Are you a Christian? And he was a bit gruff and said, no. But she seemed a little bit softer. I want you to watch revival at work. Revival is bringing hope out of our lives to people who don't have hope. It's not sitting here and just enjoying ourselves. That's good. But it has to have an outworking. And so what happened was she said to the lady, well, the Lord, God spoke to me. Imagine, unsaved people. God spoke to me and said that I should, if you want to, I could pray for you. And you, do you want to have a baby? Because you could have a baby. And she teared up. She said, I'm desperate for a baby. So her mother prayed for the lady and left and said, please contact me and let me know if you don't mind. Here's my number when the baby's born. That's revival. What do you think revival is? Well, when the Holy Ghost moves and we all fall over. No, when the Holy Ghost moves, you all mobilize. Hello. That falling over is a time of refreshing when you should be allowing God to minister to your heart. When you fall down, if it's God, then he'll minister. The Holy Ghost will minister to you. He'll minister to you. I'm not asking you to tell me what he ministers. That's not my business. That's your business. Amen. But can you see this? So when I heard this, I said to her, I said to her, that's the hope. That's the hope I talk about. People have no hope. We know. We know. I said, we know. I said, we know. Now, she's not in the fivefold ministry, but you know what? The same power. Lay hands on the sick. If the womb's barren, you can lay hands on it and it'll work. Hello. 
Hello, come on, come on. I was so excited. I was so excited because of the joy that can come to that family because that's what revival is. So all these functioning components in Christ chart a course to an awakening. So what, what are these functioning components? The ones that you're not stepping into. The new, if you will. Are you listening to me? Don't worry about her. She's fine. The Bible says worry about nothing. <laughs> Don't be concerned. Is Lily all right? Lily's fine. <laughs> Holy Ghost is talking with her. Amen. You should get comfortable. You shouldn't be concerned. <laughs> Hallelujah. So outside the work of the cross, what happens is man institutes ritual in place of revival. I'm trying to get through this quickly because it's time. In other words, futile self-effort of restoration. Did you hear that? If you don't have the power of the Holy Ghost in your life, you will institute man-made self-restoration uh, things instead of letting him be the one who does it for you. Listen here. Happy baby. Happy baby. One starts and everybody else carries on with it. When we do, when we allow futile efforts of self-restoration, otherwise known as church ritual, the reason we go to ritual is because there's two things why we will allow church ritual to, to take over the power of the Holy Ghost. One, lack of responsibility. Did you hear me? When you're working the letter, you don't need to step out in responsibility because you're just working the letter. When you work with the Holy Ghost, the responsibility level grows. Go tell that lady I want to give her a baby. The second one is, you don't need faith. So what we can do is we can build big churches through convenient gospel. I'm against big churches. I misunderstand it. I'm saying you have to be careful that you don't build so that you don't challenge people where's their faith. I had somebody say to me this morning, you see, he's always on me with this word because he said something and I shut him down with the word. Nicely, but he got the message. Do you understand? I'm not being horrible, but I don't want to hear that unbelief on this property. Or I don't want to hear stuff. It may not even be unbelief, but it's just information. 
when there's a discussion of important things. Can you hear? So, what, so if we don't walk in faith, we can institute a something that looks like faith, but it's not faith. And the fruit will show you it's not faith. But you have to be truthful with yourself, not condemning yourself. Be truthful with yourself and say, it's thank you, Lord. To help you, there's a thing called faith by hints. You need money. Things are really tough at the moment, you know. <laughs> but I'm praying to the Lord. I believe the Lord will speak to you. You don't say that, but you make it known. Are you with me? So I'm saying that because it's extremely important that we don't go there. It's quiet in this house. I think I'm going to go to that scripture. Thank you, Lord. Sorry, I just need to hear where the Holy Ghost wants me to go with this. Okay, Lord. The reason God doesn't want ritual is because if you go through religious ritual, you don't need to hear His voice. Did you hear me? If you get into religious ritual, you don't have to believe God. Because there's a process that as long as you are doing that, you know everybody likes you and thinks you're very spiritual. Okay? But here's the thing about revival. One of the earliest things of revival is that you hear the voice of God. When I got born again, and it's never changed, I don't understand. Somebody asked me today, I've never, how do you know that? I've never seen that. Because I listen, because the Bible said I could listen to the voice of God. Now let me show you, all right, Lord, I'll go there. Let me show you, I'm going to jump a bit. Let me show you why revival stops for people. This is not conclusive, but it should help you. Okay. If we go to Deuteronomy 5, and we look at verse 23 to 31. God is dealing with the nation of Israel coming out of Egypt. And because of time, I can't go into the whole thing. So I'm going to read the scripture and let the Holy Ghost take these truths and expose them to your heart. Teach them to your heart. Let's pick up from verse 23. So it was when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness while the mountain was burning with fire that you came near to me, all the heads of your tribes and your elders, verse 24, and you said, 
Surely, listen carefully, what they said. This is the people. And you said, surely the Lord God has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. Old Testament. God didn't become a consuming fire in the New Testament. He always was and is a consuming fire. What does fire do? It burns up chaff. And it brings after the burning new growth. So when you push the Holy Ghost away, there's no burning. There's no new growth. Because it can't come or it will come and it will look pretty putrid. Look at this. And he said, surely the Lord our God has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God speaks with man. If you can't hear the voice of God, how are you ever going to enjoy revival? Now the good news is, is that we know we can hear the voice of God. But I want you to see, this is Old Testament, and I want to unpack this to you. Now therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any more than we shall die. What garbage. What is this about? They don't want the responsibility of hearing God. They want to blame somebody else. Watch this. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have and live? You go near and hear all that the Lord our God may say and tell us all that the Lord our God says to you and we will hear and do it. This is what the church does. Now don't take this wrong. Not wrong with counsel. But they'll come and see me. I literally can tell them in seconds. I listen to their first words, and I know. And God will quicken Scripture immediately. Why? Because my people hear my voice. Why is there no revival? Because my people don't hear my voice. Are you with me? Listen, family. We think revival is an elimination of sin. Well, it is. But that's only part. The real power comes hearing God. 
Then the Lord heard their voice. No, sorry. Then the Lord heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard the voice of the words of this people which they have spoken to you. They are right in all that they have spoken. In other words, God says, according to your words, so be it unto you. Oh, that they had such a heart in them that they would fear me and always keep all my commandments that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go and say to them, listen, return to your tents. Okay, I'm not even going to read them anymore there. Maybe I should, Lord. One more verse. But as for you, stand here by me, and I will speak to you all the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which you shall teach them, that they may observe them in the land which I am giving them to possess. What happened here, family? Let me tell you quickly. There's a lot of scripture, but that's why there's too much scripture. You need to go back and read this yourself. God, when they come out, God's on the mountain. He calls for his people, not Moses. He calls for his people to come and speak with him. This happens in this church and in every other church. He calls for his people to come to him. What they did was they lied about who God is. They didn't want the responsibility by faith of stepping out what God had spoken to, of things to come. Rather, they wanted Moses to be the intermediary so that they could stone him if he missed God. That's what they do to pastors all the time. Stone him. He told me to do it. There is no one in between you and God save one, Christ Jesus. That's it. We don't have a little box here where you come behind the curtain and confess your little sin. The only curtain we want to remove is the curtain of the flesh. Come on. Can you see, family? And so true revival, one of the aspects of true revival, when you say the people have all awakened and, boy, they're on a roll now, that's because they're listening to God. So where the first thing that's going to happen, how do I stay revived in Christ? Because I spend time with Him. And He's always talking to me and encouraging me and showing me things in the Word. Are you with me? I'm not seeking His hand. I'm seeking Him. 
and his hand moves all the time. Seek first the kingdom. Seek first the king. Seek first the king. And all these things shall be added unto you. Every one of you in this house tonight, you came here, I want to believe, because you're hungry for God. You can hear God. Let Him speak to you. Let Him get intimate with you, because He talks straight but lovingly. You don't need, in the real sense of the word, now don't throw the scripture at me in the council, and many, that's true, but that council is spirit-led men and women, not just counsel. You can get counsel from a lunatic. Are you with me? Come on. People that have no faith, and you get counsel from them. How's that going to help you? This world we live in, everybody's got an opinion. But revival comes when God begins to speak to you. That's what He wants to do. So what happened? This is what happened. The fire went down. No longer was the consuming fire close to them. There was no warmth anymore because they chose to push the fire away. This is how real it is. This is how real it is. So when the churches turn their back on the Holy Ghost, they shut the fire down. And sin starts to grow in the church. Hello. And nothing changes in the people's lives. Are you hearing? That's how important so when you and I choose to look for an intermediary, the fire is diluted. Think about that. Think about the fire is gone. There's nothing wrong with Moses. We know the glory was on him, but no longer on them. Look what happened to them. Not so long later, well, before that even, what did they do? You see, then sin grows. Do you understand why there needs to be revival? Because stuff grows that shouldn't grow. In the church. When the Holy Ghost is present, it can't grow. 
So today the church repeats the same folly by not inviting God and the Holy Ghost. God, the consuming fire, and the Holy Ghost. When we exclude the Holy Ghost, we push away somebody who the Bible says if you blaspheme him, that's it. And one day I'm going to minister on that. But you hear what I'm saying? Each one of you tonight, please, when God wants to speak to you, speak. Let say, speak, Lord. Can you see? Are you listening to me? This is not complicated. Listen to the Holy Ghost. The fire of God intensifies the closer you get to Him. That's what it is. He's a consuming fire. Are you with me? Let's leave it there. If you get time, go to Deuteronomy 18, verse 15 to 16, and it continues this conversation. I'm going to say it again. God, from the Garden of Eden, spoke with man. From the Garden of Eden, Christ came as the second Adam, to do what? To restore dialogue, direct, come into the throne of grace, God's invitation. Can you hear, family? So important. When you awaken to His voice, you will be astounded what he will show you to help you walk a life of victory but also pleasure do you know it's your father's desire to give you the pleasures that are in your heart for every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. That's what the Bible says. Amen.